0: Tonight we are dealing with the subject, A Life-Pleasing to Elohim. Um, This is going to be about holiness, walking in holiness, and seeing the manifestation of the Holy Spirit within our lives. Um, It's going to be an awesome time tonight. Looking forward to what the Father is going to do as we get into the Scriptures. We are here tonight uh, to spend time in devotion. That's why we do these daily uh, broadcasts. It's about being edified and built up in the most holy faith so we can be effective for the King of Kings. And, um, you know, what I love about what's happening is uh, many lives are being impacted and transformed. The testimonies that are coming in are amazing. We are also available for counseling. If you need uh, prayer, support, um, we're available. We can also do phone calls to call in. Uh, just to, you know, we will we will call you. If you just send us an email, uh, let us know what time zone you're in, what part of the world you're in. We will call you, spend some time in prayer and just support, um, you know, what the Father's doing within your life. It's very important that uh, we come together. And this series that we're doing right now, you know, I really want to counter a lot of... Uh, you know, the approach to business, the approach to the marketplace, even as employees and those who work for other companies, you know, when I said this the other day, it really triggered that this is important that we talk about this in a deeper level. You don't work for the boss that uh, you work for in, <laughs> in the, the earthly realm. You work for Yahovah. You work for God. So how are you working for him in the the places where we work. How are we working for them? Are we bringing the manifestation of the glory of Yahovah? And I really want to talk about these things and press in because many people just want to go through work and go through the things they do in business just like everybody else, comparing themselves to other people within the marketplace. But I want to encourage you to bring uh, the, the kingdom dimension no matter what your position. You don't have to own a company to bring kingdom dimension because what does it say in the Scripture? Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. We lift up your name. And then we proclaim this, your kingdom come, your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Now, you know, what what's so important about that is that, you know, the Father's vision, God's plan, For earth, God's plan for us is that we um, colonialize the earth, that we bring the kingdom. You know, heaven is uh, the Father's home, but the earth, He wants it to be dominated by the kingdom. So, how are we bringing the kingdom? So, these are things that we are going to look at today. But, uh, you know, you look at different nations that deal with uh, uh, colonialization, you know, Britain was very good at going and conquering other nations and, um, you know, starting to bring in the culture of the UK culture to Canada, to, you know, Africa, South Africa, to, uh, you know, different parts around the world, Australia. In uh, other places where they spoke different languages, like uh, the Bahamas and, and and stuff like that, what they did is they brought their culture. India, the British culture uh, was brought to those places. They were it was colonialized. How did that happen? They sent British people. And, uh, you know, they brought uh, all of the, the traditions and things from the UK and established them in those countries. Well, what the Father wants us to do is He wants us to bring the kingdom. He wants us to uh, set up his kingdom promises right here so that we see the blessings of the kingdom manifest in the whole earth. And that's his goal, that the whole earth will be filled with the glory of Yahovah. Hallelujah. So anyway, what we're going to do in edification and encouragement and just building each other tonight, we're just going to talk about some key things on how we can be Sharp in the spirit, you know, that we will have a life pleasing to Yahovah. Now, you know, what's the Father seeking to do? He wants us to have a life that is pleasing to Him in every area of our life, not just one little part uh, in every area. So that's that's really going to be our focus tonight. So we appreciate you joining with us. Hi, Jeff. Good to see you. Uh, we've got B in Texas as well. We've got New Day in North Carolina. We've got Vicky in uh, Texas as well. Uh, We've got Sandra in Iowa. Good to see you. Shabbat shalom. Thanks for joining with us tonight. Hallelujah. If you're tuning in right now, um, we are live and every day we go live. And, you know, we want you to interact with us. Uh, Just give us a shout out on the messenger. If it's on YouTube or if it's on Facebook, just uh, send us a message uh, we don't keep up with the thumbs up and all those different things. We don't really see that during the broadcast. Um, but we encourage you to uh, share on messenger. If the Father gives you a scripture, gives you something to share as we are teaching, then you can do that on messenger. And, um, you know, we want to interact in what the Father is doing. Hallelujah. Welcome, Shelley. Good to see you uh, from Australia. Welcome, um, hallelujah. Yeah. Sa- uh, Sandra says, I keep hearing of the great glory to come. Amen. I'm telling you, we are called to manifest His glory on earth. So anyway, we've got to get ourselves in line and, and I really believe that we, uh, that the many environments within the Christian world, uh, you know, have, uh, they've not taught us what true discipleship is. They've not taught us how to really flow in uh, bringing the kingdom. And a lot of people are scared uh, when it comes to things like bringing the kingdom. What does it look like? So we want to deal with that tonight and really see victory. So anyway, we're going to take time to pray right now. Father, we want to thank you for this day. We just want to release your blessings over our life right now. We just proclaim right now the victory in Yehovah. We say, Father, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We ask for the wisdom of the Holy Spirit that you, Father, will operate within our lives in a greater capacity. We pray in this season that we will move in signs and wonders and miracles, and that this will be a day of just incredible testimonies. We have an expectation today of what you are doing within our lives. We rejoice that, you know, there is people waiting on the other side of our obedience. We want to be obedient to you, Father, because we have witnessed the change that you have done in our lives. And we want to see that change manifest into the lives of others. So we ask you to be with us at this time and direct us that you will direct the words that I speak and and, and just minister to every heart tonight in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, some of you are in Shabbat, some are in the next day if you're in Australia, um, in New Zealand. But you know what? Praise Yehovah. What an awesome time it is to have the Sabbath rest, to stop from our normal work and to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. I've had a blessed day today, just really pressing in in prayer. Uh, just, you know, being in the Word, listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying. And, um, you know, I've got a few notes, you know, not not that many, but just a few notes of, um, you know, what uh, I was hearing from heaven today. And I just want to share some of them as we delve into some scripture and also share testimony. It's very important because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb in a word of our testimony. So I want to talk testimony of what it truly means to be led by the Spirit and seeing the victory in the Spirit. So you might be in a place right now of deferred hope. You might be in a place where the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you. You see doors open up. You see a glimpse of what's to come. Then all of a sudden, bang, the door's shut. How do we respond? How do we break through in that area? You know, some people are like, well, you know, if the door opens, it's God. If the door shuts, then that's not where the Father wants. No, listen, you are called to be grounded in your faith. We're not called just to be floating through space, you know, hey, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. No, that is not how we are called to live our life. We are called to live our lives on purpose with the authority of the Holy Spirit. Are you walking in the authority of the Spirit in every aspect of your life, every area. Now listen, we're all a work in progress. We are a work in progress. We fail, we sin, we fall short, we make mistakes, we make wrong judgments. But are we um, are we humble and hard to recognize what's going on? or Are we going to just uh, stand in the place of pride And, you know, pride comes before the fall. And yesterday, as we just opened things up, we talked on John chapter 3 about the importance of being born again, born of the Spirit. We've got to live life in the Spirit. You know, there's a reason why, you know, the Spirit's called the Holy Spirit, the set-apart Spirit. We are also called to be set-apart so, you know, just looking back over a couple of things that we were hitting on yesterday, we were, we were dealing with being consecrated and purified in the, in the Spirit. You know, salvation is a free gift. It is by grace that you are saved. And if you're watching right now, the reason why we laid the foundation last night of being born again is because, you know, this is an important principle of the Scripture. We have got to be born of the Spirit or we can't function. We can't see victory. We need to walk in Messiah uh, as, as born again. You know, we need to be born again. John chapter 3, and that's what we opened up. It says in Leviticus chapter 11 that we have to sanctify ourselves. It's a command. Sanctify yourself. Be holy, for I am holy. Well, how can we be holy? You can't do this. By yourself. We are called to die to self, but in the process of dying to self, it doesn't mean you beat yourself up and you hate yourself. No, we are dying to self, but we are walking in the joy of Jehovah. You die to the flesh and you say, Flesh, you have got to come in line with the Spirit. Because the Spirit is how we are going to walk. And, you know, we're going to read Romans chapter 7 in a few minutes. But, um, you know, one of the key things that is important when the disciples ask Yeshua, How should we pray? How do we pray? You know, he didn't. He didn't pray about how you get to heaven. He didn't pray. Uh, you know, give give the disciples the word. You know, why don't you just pray, God, get me out of here. You know, uh, just I want to die and just come to heaven. That is not what he instructed us with. He instructed us with this prayer: Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. You know, that, that's our home country, our Father in heaven. We are created in His image. We are made in the likeness of Elohim. Hallelujah. We are made in His likeness. Listen, you breathe the breath. You breathe the oxygen that Yehovah has provided. You know, we need Elohim. We need to follow the rules that He has set Within this world, or you will die. Isn't it interesting that your body doesn't doesn't uh, ask you if you want to breathe or not? It automatically breathes. Why? Because the Father knows that these are key things that you have to have just for basic survival. Your heart doesn't consult your mind if it should beat. It's automatically beating because you need the oxygen. You need to pump the blood around your body, you know, to your different organs around your body. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Yehovah. The Father has created you. We are created. So those, those people that say, well, I just don't, I don't need God. I don't believe in God. I don't need him. Well, okay, well, why don't you give up partaking from his oxygen, you know? Father, thank you for our breath. Thank you for the provisions that we need. Hallelujah, that you have given us provisions so that we can walk in this earth, that we can be alive. But more than anything, we need to be alive in Elohim. So God's plan is to manifest the kingdom. His plan, the whole earth will be filled with his glory that we will dominate the earth and you know walk in fellowship with Jehovah that's his intention what is he looking for he is looking for a community his vision is to be established here on earth hallelujah so what you know you know th- this is what i love about this because so much in christianity they say the laws done away with we're under grace but, there, but you know, we, there's so many laws that govern us so that we can function properly within our nations and within our communities. You know, it's the law of gravity that keeps your feet on the ground. You know, there is so many laws in creation that the Father has placed there to protect you and to enable you to function. If there was no law, if there was no laws, you know, we would be in an environment of chaos. We need the law. So it's interesting that in modern day Christianity, they want to say, oh, the law is done away with. You know, Yeshua just gave us, you know, his commands. Love the Lord thy God, serve him only, and love your neighbor as yourself. But what they don't realize is that's a combination of the commandments, the first five and the second five. How you, re- how, how you respond unto Elohim. And how you respond to mankind. That, you know, so nothing's changed. Yeshua says, don't think I have come to do away with the law of the prophets. I haven't come to do away with them. I have come to fulfill them. To bring them to their fullness so they can be fully understood. So we need the law. But salvation is through grace. And you had the circumcision group and you had those that said, oh, no, wait a sec, you know, um, if, if you don't uh, uh, come under Judaism, under the Pharisees, under the law, you can't be saved. And, you know, Galatians is all about Paul fighting that point and saying salvation is free. But, you know, when the father brought his law, brought his commandments, he didn't bring it to establish religion. He did it to establish a nation. But how did that nation start? That nation first started with a man, Abraham. He said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to set you apart. I'm going to give a covenant to you that will bring restoration, not just to you, but to all mankind. Through you I will birth, what, a nation. Hallelujah. Oh, don't we love the scriptures? <laughs> Give us an amen if you love the scriptures. It is amazing to get into the scriptures and into the word when we understand what the Father is saying. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 12. Yehovah said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household. And this is what you and I have to do. You are not called to walk in this world. You are called to be part of the kingdom of Yahovah. This is your people. This is who you are called to be. Leave your country. Your people. You are called to be what? Grafted into the, the household of Israel. You are citizens of heaven. You are citizens of the kingdom of Yahovah. Leave your country, your people, your father's house, and go to the land, I will show you. The Father is calling you out. And this is foundational to what we're going to be talking about in holiness in the marketplace and holiness within our lives. We have to be called out and set apart. Hallelujah. Go to the land, I will show you. Verse 2, I will make you into a great nation. Wow. Hallelujah. And I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse. And all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. This is domination through a nation. Hallelujah. And this is the purpose of Yehovah that the whole earth will be filled with his glory, that his nation will be established. There is no nation on earth that doesn't function outside of laws. You know, if you're part of the nation, you have to observe and obey the laws or you will be locked up. You will not have freedom in that nation. So if you observe and carry out the laws of the land, you will have freedom. You can function within that land you know here's one of the problems with success people are trying to be successful and it's all about how can i be successful what can i do to be successful listen if you will learn this principle of what it truly means to walk in the kingdom it will supernaturally transform your life your life your focus is not on how do you be successful your focus is to walk in obedience to the law of yahovah and when you're walking in obedience to his law, success will just have to follow you. Because when you are obedient to his law, you will have the principles of the law manifest within your life. Hallelujah. So we want to be law abiding in the kingdom of Yehovah. Then we will see his glory manifest. So it talked about Abraham. I'm going to make you into a great nation. And all the nations of the earth will be blessed for you. Why? Because I love the world. This is what God says. I so love the whole world that whoever believes in uh, me will have everlasting life. He wants everyone to come to the place of salvation and be grafted into his nation Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, uh, Riva, good to see you. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Hallelujah. That's right. So, the foundation right from the Torah, and, and you know, I, I share this with religious Jews. You know, the Torah wasn't established so you can have a religion. It, always been, it has always been about relationship. It's about relationship, it's about the nation, it's about. Being established, you know, and this is exactly, you know, what they said. What's going on with the computer? It's sounding silly anyway. Hopefully it's okay. Hopefully we don't lose our technology here. Um, but you know what? Uh, what we see from 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 this principle, we see that the Torah was not established. For religion, it was re- it was established for relationship. And if we have a family, the leaders of the family, we set laws uh, for our children to follow. We set guidelines for the family so we can have a st- stable home, okay? You know, we start with the family and then we start building community. These are foundational things for a nation, We need the community. And right now we have an online community, daily devotion time, where we come together and commune together. We fellowship together. So what is a community? A community is common unity, where we come together, we agree, we say, Father, we come together, common unity. We come together to establish the laws of Elohim, within our life so you know this is how we see the victory over sickness because we understand what the scripture says we want to uphold the laws of Yehovah we want to uphold the laws and the principles of the scripture but we must be born again so you have Christian offers who are doing motivational books and uh, you know, all different principles from the Bible and all those different types of structures. But let me tell you something. You can give that to a heathen. They can follow all those principles and they can get the results uh, just the same as a believer. But that's not what we're called to walk in. We are called to walk in the supernatural. We are called to walk in the authority of heaven manifest on earth. That's what has been given to us. That's why we have to be born again of the Spirit. You can't enter into the presence of Yahovah unless you come through the Mashiach, Yeshua the Messiah. If you don't come through the gate, if you try and jump over the wall and say, well, I'm just sticking with Moshe, I'm sticking with Moses, I'm sticking with religion, you're going to miss all of it. So again, I want to make this very clear. I am done with religion. Oh, brother, yeah, that's right. I'm done with religion. I am against religion because I understand what the scriptures are all about. It's about relationship. And if we are going to have a life that is pleasing to Elohim... We have got to move into the realm of relationship so we are born again of the Spirit so we can be cleansed by the blood of the Messiah. He is our atoning sacrifice. All the feasts are about the Messiah. He's our atoning sacrifice. He is our Passover Lamb. He has paid the price, so that we are so that we can walk in um, holiness, in righteousness. It's not our righteousness; it's His righteousness. But we are transformed. Hallelujah! So now we're born again. We've got to renew our minds. We've got to start functioning and walking in the spirit and you know I was thinking about when yeshua said um, you know before he ascended in the book of acts uh, the first chapter he says wait in jerusalem until you receive power from on high you can't live this life without the ruach hakodesh it's the gift that my father has set for you he wants to give you the ruach hakodesh the holy spirit hallelujah So we are not walking in religion. We're walking in relationship. Hallelujah. The Torah was given not for religion. It was given for relationship. It started with a family in Abraham. It started as a community. And that community grew and grew and grew and became a nation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. But we've got to receive power from on high. Now, you know... I remember uh, many years ago Haley and I uh, we, we, we got rid of our businesses and uh, we went on the mission field to work uh, to bring the Russian Ukrainian Jews um, uh, back to the land of Israel. This is in the early 90s and in that process you know we we got r- rid of our cars. we you know everything in our home. we had a party where people were coming in and it was just come in, have a party. And, and when you leave, just take something. Take the rugs, take the coffee table, take the sofa, the sofas. <laughs> take the washing machine, the, the dryer, everything brand new, fridge, freezers. Take everything. Everything's got to go. The dining room table, the dining room chairs. Just tell us what you want. We'll get it delivered to your house. and. You know, we had a party, you know, must have been like 150 people at the party um, as we were getting ready to go on the mission field. We basically gave up everything to walk by faith on the mission field. And anyway, we went and we were in preparation to go to the Ukraine. Um, Then we discovered Haley was pregnant uh, with Hannah and they wouldn't send us to the Ukraine. And what ended up happening three months later, we ended up back in Wales. Well, before, we had everything, and now we're back in Wales. We don't have anything. We don't have any income. We're trying to work out where we stay. Before, we lived in a in a huge house in the country, and now it's like, where are we going to live? We don't even have an income, don't have a business yet or a job yet. And, um, you know, we got this tiny little house, you know, very small house, living room. You could probably fit about four people in it, five people in it. It was so small, you know, it, we had one of these mini sofas, you know. Uh, we didn't even have like a full size sofa because the room was so small, it was tiny. And this was our home. You know, we had a little open kitchen with a table you could get six people around, um, and a, a small kitchen that you could just about swing a cat in. And, you know, we used to entertain and have fellowship and, uh, you know, had a great time there. But, you you know why am i saying all this we came back and then my dad he I had no car so my dad says well i've got a car um he had a new car so he gave me his old renault and i went and picked up his renault and uh i remember driving it and i'm thinking man you know there's something not right with me i went to the doctor because i was suffering with chest pains and i'm like i just want to get checked out maybe i'm you know I'm only in my my 20s but I feel like I'm having chest pains maybe I'm having a heart attack or something and um, there was nothing wrong with me I was 100% and you know when I got a little bit of money in I went and leased a brand new small car and then it hit me I realized why I had chest pain because the old banger car that my dad gave me uh, his old car it didn't have powered steering so every time I'm turning and trying to park, it's, you know, working all the muscles in my body. I wasn't used to working. You know, here I am sitting working on a computer all day. It's not like I'm working out. And I was having all this pain because my chest muscles were having to work on the powered steering. And then I got this nice little car at a least. And hallelujah, goodness me, man, I could park the thing with one finger, you know, where before I was like, oh, you know, fighting. And, you know... I'm saying all this to say this. We must be empowered. We must receive power. You are meant to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, you're not called to fight your way through faith, uh, you know, without powered steering. No, you're called to be steered by the Spirit. You're called to have assisted power within your life. That's why we're born again. We're born again of the Spirit, so we can receive the power from on high. So we can function in the kingdom and in his kingdom promises. So what I want to share is the importance on how do we apply kingdom principles to see the supernatural in effect. Well, first we need the foundation of prayer. We've got to commit our ways to Yehovah pray. We've got to also be able to listen so what do I continually pray? Father, I, I pray I have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart of understanding. And I just want to ask you to pray that right now. Father, give me eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that understands. And as we study the Scriptures, we don't just study the Scriptures to feel good. You know, this is not why we have time of devotion. Our time of devotion, you know, look, Listen. You know, you might have come from the New Age movement or whatever before. You might have got your newspaper back in the day and you're looking at your your stars and your star signs and all of that stuff and, oh, where's my little word for my feel-good? Listen, you don't come to the Scriptures to try and find out how God's going to make you feel good. We come to the Scriptures to receive from Him. We lay our lives down. This is the blessing. Of presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Yehovah. It's our spiritual act of worship. In doing this, in laying your life down, we get to move into another dimension that this world knows nothing of. If you're sick, this is how we walk in healing. If you, if you have a need, if you need a breakthrough, this is how we see the breakthrough. We ask the Father, what is the key? What are you saying to us? What do we need to do at this time? What are the steps that we have to take in the midst of the assignments and how the enemy wants to destroy you? You know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He does not want you walking in the kingdom. But the Father and the Holy Spirit and Yeshua, they want you walking in the kingdom. They are giving you the tools. I love what it says in Ephesians chapter 1. I'll just turn there quickly um you know this is why I love the word the Lord the word has given us a foundation <laughs> Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 praise be to Elohim and the father of Yeshua the Messiah who has blessed us in the heavenly realm with every spiritual blessing in Yeshua in the Messiah <laughs> in Christ listen. This is why we've got to pray, I need you. Oh, Lord, I need you. Every day I need you. Why? You have got to move into the dimension of the Spirit, or you can't even access what the Father has given you, because... The blessings that he has given you is given to you in the heavenly realm. So you've got to know how to pull them down. You've got to know how to pull on heaven. You've got to know how to see the victory in Messiah, in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So how are we activating the kingdom? How are we activating the kingdom? I came back from that time with uh, the Exobus project, and Haley and I are sitting in this tiny little house. And our rent was only a few hundred dollars a month, Um, you know. And we sat there and we prayed. Because we don't do anything without laying the foundation of prayer. We pressed in in prayer. We said, Father, you know, we thank you. Listen. We bless the poor, we bless those in need, we bless the body of Messiah when we left, when we gave up our home, we gave up our cars, we gave up everything to go on mission. And then here we are, you know, we're back and we're just asking the Father, we thank you, Father, that you are our our supplier, that you supply all of our needs according to your riches, according to your glory. You know, he is our source, You know, and some people think, well, you know, if God's your source, then why do we need community? Why can't you just do things all by yourself? Because the father, he started a family in Abraham and he turned it into a community so that laws could be established, so that there could be common unity. There is no community that doesn't have laws. And the laws bring us safety, they bring us prosperity, they bring us blessing. So you don't have to try and be successful, you just have to try and be obedient to follow the laws that the Father's called you to walk in. And the Father wants you to unlock the gifts in the heavenly realm. Every blessing is given to you in the heavenly realm, so you've got to know how to pull them down. So I just want to share a story with you. When I was in this house and I'm praying, I'm pressing in, uh, fasting and just really before the Father. Then one day the Holy Spirit said to me, uh, I'm going to give you a job today. Right now you're going to get a job. I'm like, you know, this is the wrong day. You know, it was the weekend. Nothing was open. How am I going to get a job today? No one was working, you know, and all of a sudden... Uh, You know, we get this phone call from a friend of ours, Sarah. She called us in Newport. And um, she called up and said, you know, this is really strange, but I was applying for jobs. She needs a job. And this company called me up that does uh, coating for commercial buildings and residential homes. And when the company called me up, as I was speaking to the owner of the company... The Holy Spirit kept speaking to me saying this job is not for you this job is for Kenny Russell. And the Holy Spirit told me I'm going to give you this I'm going to give you a job today and I'm like how are you going to make this happen you know I don't even know where I can go to talk to any companies today it's the weekend and the Father says no I'm going to give you a job today and Sarah calls up and she said is it okay if I give this this owner your phone number cuz I believe that this is your job. Now, you know, I'm not looking for a job, you know, on $5 an hour. I'm looking for, you know, an executive job. So anyway, this guy phones me up, and Sarah had applied for a job with this company to work on an exhibition stand within a garden center. And I'm thinking, "Ah, it's not really what I'm looking for. But I'm speaking with the guy, and he's got this large company. It's not just about an exhibition in a garden center. He has other aspects to his business. And he's telling me all about this job and how awesome it is and how much commission I can make. And he's talking about numbers, which don't really mean a lot to me. This is not the type of job I'm looking for. This is not the pay I'm looking for. I'm looking for, at that time, I was looking for something like five or $6,000 a month as a basic plus commission. And he was offering me, uh, you know, like you know, $1,500 a month with commission to maybe make two and a half thousand a month that was the the amounts you know back in the 90s and um you know he's he's talking about you know he's asking me about myself i'm talking to him and you know we're getting on great and and you know then he says well what do you think do you want the job i'm like no i'm not really interested it's not the type of money i'm looking for i've got to be making this amount of money and so on so forth and then he says look can i meet you He comes over the house about two hours later. He sits down and we talk. And he said, listen, I really believe you're meant to work for my company. He's not a believer. He said, I I think you're meant to work for my company. He said, I'm going to pay you exactly the amount of money you're looking for. And I want you to be my regional sales director for my main company. And I will pay you this money as a trainee. You know nothing about my industry. I will pay you this money as a trainee because i really think you're we need you our company needs you so i'm like okay he said i'm even going to write you out a check right now you know he gave me two and a half thousand pounds right there and then i'm like wow okay he said okay you'll start on monday i said great and we went through this training process and the reason why i'm sharing this is when we are living by the kingdom this is our success doesn't come because of how we try and find it. It comes from our obedience. If you're obeying the law, the laws of God, success, you know, You know. look, my life is built on being significant. I'm, I'm not even out there trying to be successful. I'm not interested in success. I want to be significant. I, you know, significance costs you. Because success is when you're trying to get stuff to build for yourself so that you can have stuff for you, but significance is when you take what, what the Father blesses you with, you take the money that you earn and, and you p- apply it to other things that make a difference in the lives of others and, you know, that is being significant, When we're ministering to the poor, when we're ministering to the brokenhearted, when we're doing things in in ministry, and also, you know, releasing people from debt and all these different things. This was a a normal part of our lives. It's about being significant. I wasn't interested uh, in my early 20s and running for 20 years to be successful. And then when you get to 40, you know, have you ever seen that book, uh, Half Time or whatever it's called, went all over the world, you know, millions of copies and... You know, how to go from success to significance. I'm like, wake up. If we are living in the kingdom, we should never be focused on trying to be successful. We should be focused on being set apart and walking in his kingdom principles. Hallelujah. So I get this job with uh, John, uh, with this masonry coating company, and he's taking me out training, and he, you know, Look, I, I can sell. I can do all those different things. But he just wants to teach me the ropes. And we're in doing these pitches with these businesses. And when we come out after doing the pitch and, you know, doing our quotations, and there's all the competition and stuff coming in, bidding the jobs as well. And we'd come out and he'd say things like, oh, man, that didn't go well. Uh, we're not going to get that job. And then I'd say things to him like, well, you know, I'm a believer in Yeshua. And I believe that what we presented was honest, it was with integrity, and we have the best product that this customer needs. So I said to the owner who was, you know, Catholic by name, but, you know, never, never doesn't go to Mass or anything like that, you know, just a worldly Catholic... I said, listen, I'm, I'm a born-again believer in Yeshua, and I believe that the Scripture says that the Father blesses the work of my hands. And I believe we did a good pitch in there. And even though you believe that that's not going to be a deal, I want to release the kingdom of God over that this, uh, this um, project, that we will get this project. So I'm sitting in his car, and uh, I say, I'm just going to pray. I say, Father, I thank you that you bless the work of our hands. You bless the work of my hands, and I speak blessing over this project. I ask you, This the, John says this is not going to be a deal. I ask for a kingdom release right now, and that we will close this deal, and uh, you will give us favor to get this deal in Yeshua's name. And John, the owner of the company, he thinks I'm a nutter. You know, he's thinking this guy's crazy. And uh, I said, you know, and i would be sharing my faith with him and, as we're going along. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to do with this guy. I'm trying to train him and trying to teach him these things. And he's telling me about principles of God and the importance of serving God and how, how God can bless you and open doors for you and all this stuff. This is what I'm doing so anyway the next morning john phones me up he phones me up he says i can't believe it i can't believe it i'm like what can't you believe he said you know that company that i told you there is no way that's going to be a deal that was a bad pitch uh it wasn't a bad pitch but the response from them was bad it was negative it's never going to happen well they called me up this morning and they gave me the deal we got the deal and guess what i'm getting commission off that deal and it was a big deal, you know, for tens of thousands of of pounds, you know. I'm like, "Wow, hallelujah!" I said, "Look, God is faithful; He answered prayer." And John's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, your prayer really worked. Yeah, that's awesome." But let me tell you something this just, this didn't happen one time. It didn't happen two times. It did, it happened like five or six times. And then on about the sixth time, when I'm praying over the projects, and and he's like, oh, yeah, pray over the projects. That's great. Every time we came out of a pitch, we'd get in the car, he'd look at me and say, well, I hope you're going to pray that we get this deal. I said, absolutely, we're going to pray. And we'd pray and we'd close the business. And um, one time, you know, I told John, uh, I'm driving down the road, uh, just driving down the road, praying in the Holy Spirit in the car, and I see this property, um, commercial property in Newport, South Wales. And the Holy Spirit says, "I'm going to give you a deal in there." And this is the value. This is this is what the deal consists of. This is how much the contract will be. The Holy Spirit gives me everything, and I'm not even fully trained in the industry yet. I'm like Hallelujah. So I tell I tell John, the owner, this. Oh God told me He's going to give me a deal in that building. This is how much it's going to be. This is the value of the deal, uh, and so on. He's looking at me like I'm crazy. You know, but thinking, man, I don't know. I can't understand this guy. Why? Because I'm living in the kingdom. I'm releasing the blessings from the heavenly realm. Hallelujah. So anyway, I'm I'm driving by it's Sunday morning. I've got my shorts and T-shirt on. I'm in I'm in my car and uh, I have no computer, I have no business cards, no nothing, and I'm just driving down the road, and I drive past the property, and the Holy Spirit says, go in now, I'm going to give you the deal today. So Sunday morning, you know, I drive in, it's like 10, 15 in the morning, I drive into the car park of this business, I reverse into a park space, I'm sitting there praying in the Holy Spirit, and then this Range Rover drives in and parks at the at the point for managing director on the sign. He parks there, and he gets out his Range Rover. He walks over to me, and I'm getting out of my car. I'm like, "Hi," he's like, "Can I help you?" You know, it's it's Sunday. Can I help you? I said, "Yeah," I said, "I was just driving by, and um, I do masonry coating, and we do refurnishments of co- of commercial properties, and." Uh, I just I just want to ask you, are you interested in getting a quote for your building? And he's like, absolutely. In fact, I told my secretary the other day that this is what we need. We need uh, to have uh, the whole place renovated, all done up, and the outside of the building recoated. And wow, you're here. So he says, come into my office. And he walks into my office, and I sit down in his office without a business card, without a computer, without a... Anything, (laughs) You know, nothing. And I just said, I said, listen, um, you know, I've assessed your building. Um, This is is the price. I'm going to do the whole project for like 36,000 pounds or whatever it was. And, um, you know, is this a good enough price for you to give us the whole job exclusively for the inside and the outside of your entire building? And he looks at me. He said, absolutely. He said, I'll give you the deal. I said, okay, well, you just raise a purchase order for me tomorrow, and I will bring a contract down for you to sign. He's like, excellent, that's great. So I leave. He's already shook hands with me. He's given me the deal. I call my boss. I said, tomorrow morning, I need to get a contract. I just closed the deal for that building on on the exact price that the Holy Spirit gave me. And John, he's freaking out. He's like, wait a second, we haven't measured the property. We haven't done all that. I said, oh, you can measure it all tomorrow. You can go through it all tomorrow. So the next day, I'll go in with the boss. Um, We get the purchase order. We give them the contract. And John and his team, they measure the entire building, outside, inside. They put together the entire quote. And guess what? It comes to the price that I got from the Holy Spirit and I hadn't even measured up his building inside or outside. Well, you know what happened to this guy, John? We're outside, we drive down the road a bit and, you know, we're getting out, we're, I don't know, we're at the shop, you know, getting something. John gets down on his knees on the tarmac, on the on the sidewalk, on the pavement, gets down on his knees, starts repenting of his sins and says, I need your God. God. He is he is alive he is real. This is not religion, it's relationship. And why am I saying this? I'm saying this because the Father wants you and I to bring the kingdom. He wants us to manifest the kingdom. We are called to bring the kingdom. You do not have because you do not ask. Asking it will be given and your joy will be complete. There is laws that are established within the kingdom that you and I need to apply to our lives. So stop chasing success. Stop trying to get doors to open and things to happen. Live righteous. Live right before the Father, and he will make a way. He will bless you. He will open doors. He will bring the deals together. You know, he will establish them together. But we need, if we are going to function in the kingdom, we need to understand the laws of Yehovah. Yesterday I said you can fake being a Christian, but you can't fake living in the kingdom. If you fake living in the kingdom, it will destroy your life because you can't fake it. You have got to be the real deal. That's why we've got to walk in repentance and give our lives before the Father. And I thank you, Father, for his grace. I thank you for his mercy. Why? We continually fail him, yet he still loves us. You know, we are... Uh, faithless but he will always remain faithful. He cannot be faithless because he is Yehovah. He will be faithful and we need to yield to him in every aspect of our life. Uh, I want to read from Romans chapter 3 you know on this point uh, of what I'm saying that the father wants us to have a common unity, a community. And, you know, we are not called to be isolated. And what's happening today, many people in their faith are choosing to just be on their own. Well, I got hurt in this place. I got hurt in that place. You know what? We've just got to get over these things. You know, we are looking for common unity to be part of the community. So if we find that we we keep facing challenges... Uh, and things are malfunctioning within those communities where we're not fitting in, then my challenge today is that we align ourselves with the laws of the kingdom. God's laws are there to help us to walk in the common unity. And when we have different belief systems and different structures, you cannot have unity. That's not where it's going to come from. We have to be obedient to the Scriptures. We need the whole counsel of the Word to walk in common unity. So what's the Father seeking to do? He's seeking for his nation to be established, the nation of Israel. Now listen, I live in the land of Israel right now. I am a citizen of Israel, but this nation called Israel is not walking in in the laws of the kingdom. In fact, they are breaching so many laws that it would be it would be righteous for Yehovah to bring forth judgment and he will judge nations for their lawlessness. But our job as kingdom um, uh, carriers and those who bring the kingdom, our job is to stand in the gap and ask for an awakening that the people will be woken up to come back to Yehovah. That the wrath of God will not pour on this nation at this time. That there will be time for forgiveness. There will be time for repentance. There will be time of the turnaround where we can turn around and be who the Father has called us to be. So what are we looking to do? We are looking to see the dimension of the Spirit manifest in every aspect of our life. So how are you bringing the kingdom? This is the question I want to ask you. How are you bringing the kingdom in your workplace? How are you bringing bringing the kingdom in your family? What steps are we taking to establish the laws of Yehovah within our Circle of influence. So in Romans chapter 3, I want to read from verse 21. But now a righteousness from Elohim apart from law has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. So this is not something that's separated from the law, the prophets. The law and the prophets testify uh, regarding this righteousness. Okay? Verse 22. Of Romans 3 this righteousness from Elohim comes through faith in Yeshua the Messiah to all who believe there is no difference for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of Elohim and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Yeshua the Messiah listen We have all fallen short. You know, um, we are justified freely by His grace. This is about salvation. This is about salvation. Verse 25, Elohim presented Him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in His blood. He did this to demonstrate His justice because in His forbearance, He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. So listen, this is why we've got to intercede. This is why we've got to bring the kingdom. This is the plan of the Father. He loves the world. He wants the greatest love story to be told to this generation so that the people can walk in freedom and the victory in Messiah. Hallelujah. Verse 26. He did this to demonstrate his justice at the present time. So as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Yeshua. If you are lost in your sin, if you are broken, if you if you know that you don't have a personal relationship with the Messiah. It says in the Torah, Moses speaking, there is one coming like me and you must shamar, you must listen to him. If you don't, you will be cut off. Listen. If you are in religion, you've missed it. You must come to the place of relationship in Messiah. That is what this book is all about. It is not religion, it's relationship. The Father is establishing his kingdom. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just. And the one who justifies those who have faith in Yeshua... Where then is boasting? It is excluded. On what principle? Listen, when I shared with you the testimony about the Father giving me those deals, all the way to that business owner falling on his knees on the tarmac, repenting of his sins and being supernaturally transformed, you know, experiencing healing from gout and his joints, uh, from alcohol, um, excessive drinking, being set free. All these things happened. Why? You know, because of nothing that I did, nothing that I deserved, but because I brought the kingdom and prayed the kingdom. It wasn't my clever speech. It wasn't anything I did. It was applying the laws of the kingdom that brought forth the fruit and transformation that will bring people to salvation. I've seen so many people come to faith because of the kingdom coming and manifesting on the earth. So many people come into faith. You know we're in the midst of a huge battle right now and uh, in the midst of this battle you know we've got the enemy coming against us on all sides we've got thefts on our credit card processing systems we've got all sorts of trouble and things going on to the level where i have had to come out to the common unity to the community of the faith and say listen stand with us because this is what we are facing and we need the body of Messiah to stand. This is what the body is all about. If one part of the body is going through something, the rest of the body should rally to bring that part of the body back to completeness and wholeness. Hallelujah. So right now we've we've already had over $8,500 of donations come in in the last 24 hours we have got to see twenty-five thousand dollars come in so we don't default by the first of the month you know we've got another four days to go hallelujah and we just pray that his kingdom will come the the open heaven will come the father says that when we give it will be given unto us good measure pressed down and and running over this is the the principles of the law of the kingdom. And the Father says, if you test me on these things, you will see my blessing. And I appreciate every person that's sacrificially giving, every person that's, that is uh, joining with us in, uh, in pressing forward. And listen, I'm praying through this continually that the Father will establish the work we're doing in the land of Israel, that the enemy will not have victory over uh, what we're doing here in the land. And the Father keeps showing up and bringing his blessing. Hallelujah. He is bringing his blessing. So we are not receiving salvation because of anything we've done. And we're not seeking success. We're seeking to obey his laws and walk in his ways. And in doing that, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. You will see the transformation. But where have we got to get to? We've got to get from being in the place where you walk alone to being in a family, from being in a family to being in a community, from being in a community to being in a nation. And then we have authority and power to overcome the assignments of the enemy as a nation. You know, nations have armies. The armies rise up to protect the people. But God, he's bigger than any army. He's far greater than anything you can rally together in this natural realm. We are called to bring the kingdom. Where then is boasting? It's excluded. On what principle? On on that of observing the law? No, but on that of faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. Is Elohim the Elohim of the Jews only? Is he not the Elohim of the nations too? Yes, of the nations too. Since there is only one Elohim who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through the same faith, do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all, rather we uphold the law. We establish the Torah within our lives. This is the victory. Listen, if you just want to be in greasy grace, flying all over the place, you know, if you move out of the realm where the Father has established the laws of how you function, if you violate those laws, you will pay the consequences of violation. It's not a salvation issue. But, you know, some people are living in space you're out of the law of gravity. You're floating around and it doesn't matter what happens to you. You know, one thing can come at you from this side and you're just being, uh, uh, you know, pushed all over the place. But when we stand upon the laws of Yehovah, things like gravity will keep you grounded. So what keeps us grounded in our faith? It's Yeshua. He's the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through him. So what does it say here? Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all, rather we uphold the law. And this is what I want to share tonight. If you want to see the manifestation of the kingdom in your life, we must uphold the law. It's not a salvation issue, it's how we bring the kingdom. So we are praying right now in Yeshua's name that all $25,000 that we need will come in by the Spirit. We ask, Father, do a mighty miracle, bring in the resources so that our ministry doesn't go in default. And I, I know the Father's going to do it because we are walking in his ways. And, you know, hallelujah, we're standing on the principles of Yehovah. Why don't you turn to Romans chapter 7? We're just kind of hanging out in Romans, actually, uh, tonight. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged. Thumbs up if you're enjoying the message so far, if it's uh, speaking to you, if it's encouraging you right now, especially when it looks at the common unity, the importance of us being together. It's so important that you don't stand alone. You are not called to walk alone. You're called to walk with others in the Spirit. We have to find people who are following the laws of the Word, then we'll have common unity community we have so many denominations because people are violating the the scriptures they're violating the laws and you know then we have problems look this is not salvation issue and like I said you know it's not religion its relationship we're not talking about legalism okay okay Uh, Romans chapter 7 verse 7 what shall we say then is the law sin certainly not Indeed, I would not have known what sin was except through the law, for I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, do not covet. But sin, seized, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of covetous desire, for apart from law, sin is dead." Once I was alive, apart from law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life and I died. And this is why we've got to die itself. We have got to be born again of the Spirit. We have got to be grafted in. So you can't do anything for your faith. You can't save yourself. And it's not by your works. It's, it's by, by submission to the grace of God. You are saved by faith through grace. Hallelujah. I found, uh, verse 10, I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. That was because of your position. If you're out of position, when the commandments were given, it's the ketubah. It's the conditions of marriage. It's the laws concerning healthy marriage and for us walking in line with the Messiah. That's what the commandments are all about, the, the ketubah. They're for blessing. They're intended to bring you life. Um, Verse 11 For sin seized the opportunity afforded by the commandment, deceived me, yes, and through the commandment put me to death. So then the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. What's it saying? Sin deceived me. Sin made me think that the law wasn't important, wasn't good, so I violated it and it cost me everything. Okay, verse 13. Did that which is good then become death to me? By no means, but in order that sin might be recognized as sin, it produced death in me through what was good, so that through the commandment sin might become utterly Sinful. Listen, we need to detest sin and we need to run in the other direction, into the arms of Yeshua. Hallelujah. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. But we are born of the Spirit. That's what it's going on to lead to, you know. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do I do not do, but what I hate I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I love this section. If I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good as uh, as it is. It is no longer I myself who do it, but it's sin living in me. I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. And this is why we've got to deal with the sinful nature. Hallelujah. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, it's the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it's no longer I who is doing it, but it's sin living in me that does it. This is why we've got to say, sin, get out my life in Yeshua's name. I want my life to be filled with the Spirit, and I want to, my, my, my life to function by the Spirit in Yeshua's name. Verse 21, so I find the law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in Elohim's law, but I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? But thanks be to Elohim through Yeshua, through the Messiah our Lord, so then I myself in mind am a slave to Elohim's law, but in the sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. Therefore, there's now no condemnation for those who are in Yeshua the Messiah, because through Messiah, the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. We are set free. There is no condemnation. We are called to live and bring the kingdom. So in this session, what I want us to do is I want, I want you to ask the Father... How can he manifest the kingdom through your life? What do you do in the day? Uh, how do you spend your time? If you're working, what do you do in work? If you're not working, how are you going to see the kingdom of Yehovah bring about opportunities for work right now? How's it going to happen? You need revelation by the Holy Spirit. I told you this week is a week of supernatural miracles. It's a week of the miraculous and I want you to see the Father move and and start writing down, uh, you know, the key things that you are believing for and start activating the kingdom. So go back to the book of uh, Ephesians. In verse 3, Praise be to Elohim and Father of our Lord, Yeshua the Messiah, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Messiah, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. This is what we're talking about holiness. How do we apply holiness to our life? A life pleasing to Elohim is one who desires to walk in holiness to be set apart to be consecrated to be purified this is what the father expects you and i to do and as we do this we will see the manifestation of the kingdom so are you ready for a miracle today are you ready for a miracle job for those who are not working then you tell the father what you're believing for ask the father what you should be praying for And start praying what he is telling you to do. And you watch. The doors will open before you. The Father will make a way. He knows where you are. You don't have to chase success. You let the kingdom manifest. What do we need to do? We need to be people who are part of the family of Yahovah. Are you in a place of common unity? Are we in community? You know, here at Bulldozer Faith, we have an online community. And what we want to see through this online community, we want to see it expand so that right there, wherever you are, whatever country you're watching in, that you will see the establishment of other people within your area coming together on common unity so that we can see communities raised up all over the world. That's exactly why we do these things. Number one, we do it to protect people in the place of isolation. And to be a support and an encouragement to as many as we can. To edify and build the body of Messiah. But the deep down root of the reason we do the things that we do is that we create community. That we teach community. That we bring people out of isolation and let them experience what it means to be in an environment where people care about you. Who will pray for you. Who will stand with you. Who will support you. This is what community is is all about. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Yeshua the Messiah, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have the redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. We are not bound to the law of sin and death in accordance with the riches of Elohim's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in Messiah to be put into effect when the time when the times will have reached their fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head even messiah hallelujah this is what it's all about bringing the kingdom we're called to bring the kingdom tony wants to share a scripture second corinthians chapter 2:15 for we are a sweet aroma of Messiah to Elohim, in who in the in whose in in those who are saved, and in those who perish. Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. The lights—it's hard kind of to read what's going on here. Hallelujah! Yeah. So what we've got to do is we've got to pray for those like-minded people. But you know what? Let's apply the laws of the kingdom and you will start to see the manifestation of what the father is going to do within your life well listen I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today I hope it's been an inspiration to you Uh, I want to ask you to as I pray for you and stand in the gap with you I want to encourage you to pray and intercede for our ministry here in the land of Israel we are not going into default. We will see the victory of Yahovah. We release the, the resources, the finances in every area where the devil is stealing, and he is robbing in so many areas. We we do not need to be in this position because we are we we are owed money that far supersedes anything that that we need to recover right now from, and it's rebellion. And it's, it's theft. It's the assignments of the enemy. Why we don't have the resources that we should have right now. So we release the kingdom. We say, devil, we serve you notice. We we proclaim that you will pay back sevenfold. That the resources that belongs to this ministry will come in. They will not be delayed. And Father, we ask uh, and we thank you for every person who is giving. And Father, we ask that you will give back to them. Press um, Press down. Shaken together and running over that they will see incredible blessings as we give towards the work of the kingdom. So, Father, we thank you for the eight and a half thousand that's come in uh, as offerings today. We we know that some of this money is sacrificially given and we speak blessing over every household that has given these resources. And we ask, Father, for the remaining, um, can't remember how much it is, about 16,000. Father, will you bring in the resources? We ask, Father, you raise up business people, those businessmen, if you want to write a check out for $5,000 or or put $5,000 on PayPal. At the beginning, you can see our link at the top of this message. You can click on it. Um, I'll just post the link on how you can give. If you haven't given yet and you feel the Father has put on your heart to give towards the ministry, Um, there's a link right there where you can give you can give in your own currency and um, you know let's stand together let's stand together because you know it's important that we are a testimony we're not called to be in default we're called to walk in victory and for the bills to be paid and the things that we do why because our God supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory so let's come together and you know take a moment right now give an offering um, and, uh, you know, let's stand together and see the kingdom and pray. Father, bring this money in in the next few days. If we can get a few businessmen to write some checks out of $5,000, we could get all this done in the next 24 hours. And thank you to the one businessman that wrote a check or, or paid on PayPal 5000 Thank you. We appreciate your giving to the ministry. And um, we're excited at what the Father is doing. So we speak restoration and blessing. So I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the message today. Can't wait till tomorrow for part three, a life pleasing to Elohim. How do we bring the kingdom manifestation within our lives? And don't forget, take time right now to write down how you you can manifest the kingdom in your life. What's the areas that you can start praying into so you can see the kingdom moving within your own lives? Because I believe this is the time of testimony. You will witness incredible testimonies. Maybe even today, how the Father's going to give people jobs. He's going to open up new opportunities. He's going to bring you into supernatural divine appointments and holy assignments. This is the time. Hallelujah. Till tomorrow, shalom, shalom, shabbat shalom for those who are still in the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Amen.